All right, welcome to the Max Effort Kitchen Podcast. We have a food for thought episode for you. So sit back and have some fun. Welcome to Max Effort Kitchen. I'm your host, Chef Matt, joined by my co-host, the one, the only, LeSean Thronton. I'm going to stick with that one. Sorry. I love Thronton? it. Thronton? Thronton. So that's how Siri says it. Uh, I say, call, call Sean. And it's like, you want, do you want me to call LeSean Le Thronton? And I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> All right. What's up, Matt? Hat, Habitat. You got that. Ah, there it is. You like finished <laughs> off the rhyme. That was perfect. <laughs> like it. Ah, how's the day been, Sean? How's it going? Oh, it's, it's, oh, yeah, good. Dude, we have sunshine right now, and that is making me happy. I know. Like today was like, a, oh, it'd be a great day to go on a hike kind of day. Yeah. I mean, it's still light out. I, and usually when we record, it's pretty dark and cold and possibly raining. Yeah, candlelight. <laughs> yeah, I usually do but like a, uh, a sage burn before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't. Got to get rid of any of that bad juju. <laughs> Lord knows, I drink I have tea. Some bad ju- oh, do you really? Yeah, I'm drinking Egyptian licorice right now. So I was going to make note of that yesterday. I noticed that uh, you drink you drank tea uh, when we were working yesterday, and. Is yeah. it like a certain time of night that you like to drink it, or is it just like the mood hits you, or what? Uh, I like herbal beverages at nighttime. Okay. It's relaxing. It is. Um, it it feels it feels good. At work yesterday, I did green tea for just a little caffeine. Mm-hmm. Uh, green tea is my favorite overall. A lot of varieties of it, but yeah, it's uh, the stuff that we have at work is just whatever you know. But it does its job. Yeah, you know, uh, there was a point in my life where I really, I found this like almost Zen place and I, it would be like around six o'clock at night and I would, it was after dinner and I would have a nice, like a large mug of, of tea and I would like do a puzzle and Mm. there's something about the, the quiet and the thought of like putting a puzzle together, you know, that it doesn't take a ton of brain power to do that but it's like it's it's engaging and the tea and just like that whole experience like maybe some soft music in the background (laughs) i'm really setting up a a a good visual right now but you know like it was just one of those moments where i was like this is this is a very calming area and so i often like to drink tea at night that's why i asked you that yeah, tea and I is great before bed, like an herbal tea, of course. I, yeah. I, yeah. It's not really tea, it's herbal, but um, it's great. that it, You can get like really specific, like how do you, what kind of herbs you want to use to create your mood? Do you want to feel relaxed? Do you want something that's maybe uh, like a throat therapy or something like that? Something that just kind of brings you out. And I think they, these companies make really nice blends that are really accessible, easy to drink. They have different feelings to it. Often just the smell in itself is 
uh, very calming and rewarding. Yeah. No, I agree uh, about that. I want you to back up real quick and explain what you mean by um, it's not a tea, it's herbal. Like you keep, you keep correcting the herbal. What, what do you mean by that? Well, tea is a leaf that is like the green and uh, green or black tea, like or white tea. Those are leaves that make tea. Herbs are bling, bringing herbs together to make a, ah. an herbal drink. Okay. Okay. That is the difference. Often um, confused, I will say. It should just be called herbal teas, I think, are, are fine. But just calling it tea isn't right. Okay. It does. It is a tea in a sense that you're steeping it, but it's really an herbal infusion. You know, it's not made from the tea leaf, which is why it's called tea. Okay. That makes, and that makes total sense to me. Um, I've always just kind of generically called it hot tea, herbal tea. Herbal tea is generally the way I think of it. Um, yeah. But it's interesting you say this because um, that, that moment of time that I was just telling you about in my life where that was happening, um, I got, it was right, right as COVID hit and I got this box from Smith Tea and it was like a care package. And it was from a buddy that worked there and he's like, I'm going to send you a bunch of teas. And he sent me all these like Smith teas that they have. And, and there was one of them that was called uh, golden something, but it was a clear bag and you could literally see um, almost like the little buds and like the different herbal pieces, the floral pieces in there. And it was, it was one of the best teas I've ever had to the point where I kept it past its expiration date. And then it got oh, kind of yeah. gross, but yeah. um yeah. There's all, there's all kinds of ways to experience tea, which I have come to find out. Uh, we we kind of work with somebody who is is kind of a, I, and I say this in the most loving way, uh, a nerd about teas, and yeah, he he he's, is he's big into it. He takes it yeah. to another level for sure. Um, but he I, I got a a leaf tea from him, and it's made in a French press, and it's really really strong and i don't even know what to think of it so it's like every now and then type thing for me but like when you do it is it just like kind of the bag stuff you buy you know at the store type thing i like loose leaf the most uh if i'm doing like my favorite tea is lapsang souchong which is a smoked black tea Yum. um it is you know smoke flavor is one of the main things i like about it, it it's got a like bacon grill type vibe that I really like, but it's also sweet and it has a dryness to it. It's a black tea. Um, but I really like its smell is top of the line. It makes you think of being next to a beautiful barbecue where you got something really great going on. Uh, it's got a campfire vibe, which I really like too. And it's a great, um, you know, like midday drink. I would love to drink it more often. I have some loose leaf now. I also like just classic sencha, yeah. a Japanese green sencha, really grassy, really earthy. Yep. Um, that's my that's a go to for morning. Earl Grey is really legit too. I like the English Earl Grey Man, and Earl Grey and is, English breakfast. Yeah. I love those too. You know, it's it, Earl Grey and English breakfast is something I grew up with, and like so that's kind of like an easy go to. So if anybody mm -hmm. out there is trying to go to tea, like that's an easy start is the Earl Grey or English breakfast um, in the morning with some toast, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, and, and oh, just, yeah. you know, it, it's like, it, it does, it, it helps you start your morning off. Right. It does. It doesn't give you the kick like coffee, but it does give you enough energy and it's, it, it just makes you feel awake and I like it. 
Um, yeah, it's also a little softer on the stomach. I, I mean, agree. really, because yeah. coffee's got a lot of acid and it can it can just like spark your digestion out of nowhere. You know, you're like, whoa. Um, tea is yeah, I've had that definitely <laughs> more calm. Um, yeah, I often don't get like like this morning. I got a little jittery from my coffee. That normally doesn't happen okay. with tea. But the thing is, is that coffee, uh, you know, you're you become like an addict for it, and uh, and I like coffee a lot. And there's this type of style that I like. I like light roast, but it it um, I kind of need it, but at the same time, I like the experience of it. It's a more full feeling, you know. I, I, I agree with you there, and I like coffee a lot as well. I'm finding that I enjoy coffee more on the weekends um, because I get to experience it more. Like when I take a cup of coffee with me to work, it's like it's almost out of necessity, and I don't I don't like that aspect of it because coffee is so much more than a necessity. You know, I mean, if it was a necessity, mm-hmm. then I'm just drinking Folgers. You know, like I'm not going to worry about what I'm doing. But like I've uh, you know, put some time and a little bit of money into like having a nice, uh, nice machine and like, you know, a good, good method and creamer and all that stuff and, or non creamer. And so like on the weekends, I actually all play around with like doing, you know, different kinds of drinks or like, you know, brewing it differently and, and, and kind of geeking out on it. And so I, I find yeah. that like, and that way, if, um, those weird digestions thing do happen, I'm, I'm in a safe place. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Safe place. Plus, you only like to be at home, which we've learned on the pod before. Yes, yes. We have talked about this. And so, um, and yeah, so, and it also, it just makes me feel weird when I drink too much coffee throughout the day. And I am a sipper. So you I certainly will, can do that. Yeah. I will sip throughout the day and it's crazy. Yeah, that's why I, I like drinking coffee and driving a lot. Uh, and the morning starts with a drive and I like to do that and listen Listen to my shows and uh, <laughs> we sound so old right now. I love it. <laughs> and drink my coffee. It's uh, it's definitely something I kind of look forward to. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm with you on that. You know, it's and you know this and I don't know how much I've talked about it on the pod, but like um, there's a new ritual, new ish ritual that I've been doing at night where I take a walk and um, I, I bring a tobacco pipe and I'm in the phase of I will go to this tobacco store and I will buy, you know, different flavors and then make my own combinations. And so I get to experiment with that. But that Mm -hmm. like, as you were explaining your smoked tea, like as I'm walking, like I get this, like we, this very um, invigorated feeling of like, you know, smoke and flavor and it's, um, it's a heavier smoke. And so it feel, it has a little bit of weight to it. I'm not like getting a, a nicotine rush as if I would like smoking a cigarette cause I'm not inhaling it, but I am definitely, it's going to my mouth and there's some getting inhaled obviously, but it's that whole feeling of being engulfed in like this rich flavor. It's coming out of this wood pipe and it's just like, and you're in the dark and it's cold you're blowing out this, this mat, you know, this weighted smoke and it's quiet. It's just a, a feeling that I've grown to love. 
It's interesting. So, so what are you going to do with the time change? Because we're going to have sun until 9.30. I know. We're going to be watching you. I am going to be really weirded out because this started in the, in the winter when it was dark at 4 o'clock, you know? Yeah, you can, like, go out. <laughs> no one's really, no one's really like, doing anything outside either because it's cold and rainy sometimes. I know. I know. And so now it's like people are going to be out chickens out the coop you can't go anywhere <laughs> yeah it's funny I, I I've, I've thought about it and i'm like i'm not gonna go on my walk any later than nine o'clock so that ain't gonna happen um so maybe i just take up a, a, a maybe a different style of hobby for the summer i don't know i don't know we'll see we'll see how it goes <laughs> i don't want to be too cigarettes at <laughs> two o'clock hey 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 cigarettes first thing in the morning come on first c- cigarette for breakfast right, right there I went to a uh, a birthday party for my good friend, 40th birthday, and uh, there was a good amount of smoking going on. Cigarettes, vaping, cigars, and uh, I did not partake in any of it, but it was, it, it was interesting because I haven't really been around it that much. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, people still kind of do it. And most... The main people were doing were people without kids, and, uh, and I heard this <laughs> new phrase, uh, "dink." Yeah, dual income, no kids. Yeah, we know and, we know somebody like that. Yeah, and they're like, "I just do what I want. <laughs> I don't care. I'm going to buy anything." <laughs> yep. Oh, the jealousy and, uh, is thick with those sometimes. I mean, don't get me wrong; I love my kids, but yes, I do. I get it. Like, you can go out, and you can drink, you can have a cigarette, and you don't have to worry about anything. Like. There, well, we've, we've yeah, I thought it, Oh, go ahead. It's kind of weird because I don't, I guess I don't, it's who they are. I'm fine with that. That's their thing. But you know, they, they've got their own things going on just like us. You know? Of course. Um, of course. But they have a little bit more I don't freedom. Like, <laughs> they have different freedom, different you know, freedom, I okay. guess. Yeah. Because you know, like maybe they could stay up too late or sleep in differently, but um, you know, there's like, I have this, like, my freedom is like an organization. Like I have, I know what I have to go on. I feel good about that. Yeah. You know, that gives, that yeah. makes me feel free. So yeah. that's an it's interesting thought. Got and I think you're bringing up a really good topic here, which is, um, what, uh, uh, personal freedom means to somebody, because I, I'll be honest. I don't ever think about that. You know, when I think freedom, I think of one very specific thing and that's just being able to do what I want when I want. But I don't know if that's necessarily the definition of a freedom to somebody. I liked how you put that. No, it's not. Yeah, it's definitely not. Like, I mean, you might, you have, you have things that you have to fulfill. You have needs that you must, you must feed the child to survive. <laughs> I like it. I like you know? it. So, okay. There's some freedom restrictions there, but like, you're not just worrying about yourself, but right. I mean, they're, they're making me my life full. They, put me in positions that I normally wouldn't do those add to my freedom. They grow me, you know? So, but at the same time, that's me. That's what I deal with. It's, it's how I feel free. You know, I also don't even know what it'd be like to not have those responsibilities. That makes me feel, uh, very, uh, like a giant hole in my body. Like there's nothing to do. And I don't want to feel that either. I, I, I see what you're saying. I fear that I actually, um, I fear cause growing up and in my twenties and even late twenties when I got married and everything, it was like that, um, feeling of, uh, being almost being needed and accomplishment and productivity. 
Like those are feelings that um, make you feel good. And I often think when I was talking, I was talking about somebody uh, yesterday about this. She's like, you know, she had a kid and the kid's nine months old. And she goes, where's the time gone? It's so crazy. I can't even imagine. I go, I know I have a 13 and a nine year old or eight year old. And I feel like it's the last day every day. And I think about it a lot. It's, it's mind blowing. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do when my kids move out like that. That kind of scares me. It's right. Well, what I, those situations are like, that's like you thinking about a huge jump in life versus the actual gradual nature of it happening. Yeah. Like that's, it's really difficult for you and I to fathom those things because we're like, this is what we deal with. You, that's a huge jump in time. That's, 13 to 20, you know, like so much shit's going to happen between then. And yeah. you're just like throwing that away. Like, I can't even imagine them being gone. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, I, I don't ever want that to happen, but as they, as the time goes on, you know, these moments are slower. And then when they actually are 18 and they are showing ambition, you're going to be like thriving on that, you know, like, yeah. cool. That's what they want to do. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You, you, man, you bring up so many good points. Um, it, it and I wrote something down here uh, before the show where I was gonna I was gonna bring it up, but there's something that happens, and it's been happening uh, not not super frequent, but like when I listen to a song, like so, I might have talked about this before, but I'm gonna bring it up again, which is like my daughter every so we go food shopping once a week, right? And my mm-hmm. wife and I will swap weeks, so every other week my my daughter and I we go food shopping, we leave at like you know eight thirty in the morning. We, every time we hit a Jackson's gas station and we get like a donut and just like an orange juice or something, you know, just a little treat. Right. And we go down and we listen to music. And now when those songs come on and even when she's in the car, I have a burst of like emotion where it's like, I want, almost want to like, like just ugly cry Mm. but like happiness Mm. at the same time and it makes my face do weird things and i'm always like i hope she didn't see that like and you know it's it's a very interesting feeling and i get goosebumps and it's like and i don't even know i don't even know where it's coming from like what is that feeling is that the feeling of like what what am i'm experiencing in the moment is that like fear is that is that happiness it's does that ever happen to you not really, not okay. like that. I'd say. Okay. Um, but I, I, I mean, I guess you're kind of like feeling the whole thing, right? Like. Anyways, what do you what are you getting at Jackson's? <laughs> what kind of donut are you getting at Jackson's? <laughs> okay, I'll be honest. I'm getting. Uh, usually, I get they they have like uh, the the Jackson brand little mini donuts, <laughs> and they're like the little chocolate. It's almost like the. Uh, I don't know. That, is it Hostess that makes those little tiny little little, little guys? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they're they're yeah, just yeah. dry on dry on dry and <laughs> fake chocolate. And uh, so I'll get that and I'll get like, um, oh, what is it called? <laughs> uh, somebody was making fun of me about it the other day. It's like a, a buckshot like coffee drink in a in a can. <laughs> wow. It's like, it's complete. I mean, this should have been talked about on our last podcast with guilty pleasures because it is a complete guilty pleasure. My daughter, on the other hand, she loves the, like these, the, if she gets one and it's packaged in one strawberry hostess donut and an orange juice. 
and we get the okay. same thing every time. Okay. And the people, yeah. the people know us. And so they're always yeah. like talking and, and it's actually like lately I've been giving my, my daughter, my debit card and I'm like, okay, I want you to go up and pay for this and I'll watch her do it and help her through it. And right. it's just one of those moments that it's like, okay, we're, we're, we're moving on. We're, mo- we're, we're taking a step in life and this is a tradition and that's some, something that like I have always been really, really, um, firm about is having traditions and yeah. And I think it's, it's yeah, you important. like uh, Christmas a lot too. And like yeah. Christmas music. Yeah. yeah. There's, yeah. there's definite traditions around that. If I didn't have kids, I wouldn't have those traditions. I don't think I would may, maybe have other ones, but. Right. So that's like the value in it. And then like the fear of it not being there. Yes. Yeah. Because, but what, I mean, the only thing that you can, I mean, these moments are going to last forever, right? Because it's going to be thought about, it's going to be talked about. Remember when, and maybe even then recreated by your own kids, you know, as time goes on, maybe they do the same thing. Well, it's interesting um, you say that because, um, when I was a kid, uh, my dad and I would go food shopping. So very similar, right? <laughs> yeah. Every time we got done food shopping, we would go to Burger King and we'd each get a Whopper every single time. I love and that style. Get your groceries, then eat food. Then eat else. Yeah, I know, too. <laughs> My dad was very uh, unique like that, but he loved yeah. Whoppers. And so, like, um, I have a special place in my, in my heart for a Whopper these days, but, like, I don't get it very often. But it's like I remember that. And so, like, inherently, I've created something for my daughter, and she's going to remember this and maybe recreate her own. Dude, wow. Crazy. I love that. <laughs> yeah. My dad liked... Wendy's chili a lot. Oh, interesting. Yeah. We even like served it at his, uh, at his memorial. Cause he, and he was just like his thing. That's awesome. Wendy's chili and a baked potato. <laughs> oh, yeah. Baked I, like, potato. Went, I like called a Wendy's and mm-hmm. was like, I'm trying to get a lot of chili. Yeah. And they, they set it up. <laughs> I'm trying to get a lot of chili. That's rad that they did that. That is, I mean, you know, and you know, I like it too. Because of that relationship, yeah, right? So yeah. it's like, if I go to Wendy's, I might get the chili. I know that it's just broken up pieces of like ground beef that were in the corners of the flat grill, right? But <laughs> well, I mean, uh, there's a debate about how those corners could be the best corners. Just saying. Oh right. You know. Well, I mean, the thing about Wendy's is they don't cut corners, right? Hey, that's why it's square. They have the square. But I don't. I know those pieces. Those look like pieces. Of, <laughs> now was that a Wendy? Was that a Wendy's plug right there? Did you just plug? <laughs> well, uh, they are from Columbus, Ohio. Oh, uh, wow. We grew up with a lot of Dave Thomas okay. stuff. Okay, uh, it was a big deal. The first Wendy's in Columbus was a big deal. Uh, people like their Wendy's in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's a that's an awesome story, dude. Like, um, I think I've always thought that Wendy's is one of the better fast food places. Um, and I can never get there because there, there's always a line going out of the parking lot and it's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. They're not as common either. They're like, there's, I mean, there's enough around town that you can get one. I know there's like two near me, but I like, I don't go. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. They tend to be like, it's fine. I mean, it's fast food. It's just, it is what it is. But right. yeah, Wendy's, you know, Dave Thomas, Dave Thomas. He, was, he didn't even graduate. Did he, he graduate or he didn't graduate high school. That was like the big thing. Yeah. I don't think he like, did. he just had like a vision. That. Yeah. Yeah. 
I need. I think they need to make a story on him now that they've done the they've done the McDonald's one. I think we need to we need a story on him. We need a story on KFC. Uh, yeah, although, like oh, the documentaries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't yeah. KFC just a Pepsi company? I thought I, so. I could be I th- wrong. I think you're that. right about that. I don't think that, but they didn't start as a Pepsi company. No, but the, yeah, like their story's a little yeah, a little different. But that that's a good lead. I also in. don't like their shit. So fuck you, King City. <laughs> There's my bad language. <laughs> There's that language again, Sean. I think we talked about this. No. Um, but that it's also a good lead into something that I wanted to discuss a bit, which is uh, takeout. I've had some really, really horrible experiences with takeout. Um, the past three, I've actually thrown the food away halfway through eating oh, it wow. because it was that bad, and I was very agitated about it and and they were from three different three separate spots now i'm not going to name the places because i'm not going to throw any shame um but the idea (laughs) just thought you should know well i'm (laughs) just thought you should know karen Um, i may send a strongly worded email to their corporate office but i'm not going to say it um no what i do want to say about it is that um, there was a point in time when takeout was very, very special in life. And I think we've gone very far away from the special takeout. And I think I'm going to blame COVID for that because COVID turned us into takeout monsters. Um, and I think it's too accessible. And that's my, that's my big qualm or problem with it is that takeout is too accessible with all the Uber Eats and the, you know, DoorDashes. And so people are no longer taking the time to do the right packaging, to do the right type of uh, the wet, right type of type of cooking, to holding it properly, to making sure that it makes it from their restaurant to the consumer properly. Um, and I think there's a lot of uh, holes that need to be filled because of that. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I like let's let's think about takeout. We COVID changed everything. Third-party delivery systems were already present, but when COVID happened, the reaction that we had in the U.S. on how we, like, things closed down, especially where we were at. Um, Yeah. Not every state is the same, but in Oregon, we shut down. And that was, our business maintained it. Pizza, because it's a takeout already, it's takeout-centric. And that's kind of what I was going to get at is, what I feel like happened is because takeout had to expand things that normally weren't takeout became takeout became delivery. Yeah. And they're not actually great at that. Yeah. But some things prove, prove to me that are good, you know, like, I mean, pizza is one of the best, but there are flaws in pizza, the third party delivery system too long in a bag, improper cook leads to soggy pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are experiences like where pizza is just better at the location. Uh-huh. I think you kind of need to design your pizza to be good at delivery. Um, you do, but I found like sushi to me is a never even thought that that was really great takeout delivery, but sushi travels quite well. It's temp, not the temperature doesn't matter as much. Mm-hmm. You can really like put it in a box and organize it nicely. Um, I think sushi is sort of the winner of COVID pizza as well. Yeah. Um, things that I don't like and I really don't like in the delivery format are hamburgers. No, nope, Can't do it. I, that doesn't make 
Fries Even don't hamburger takeout. Yeah. yeah. Like I know fast food is for it, but you get it and you're eating it right away. But if there's like a delay, your fries are all messed up. Your hamburger gets smashed together and soft and soggy. The bun doesn't hold its texture up anymore. Right. Um, there's you know, other that like Asian food, Chinese style food, like a tie, like too long. The sauce breaks. It yes. goes away, you know, yeah. and it, it doesn't have the heat and the warmth. Some of the, the way the meat is cooked doesn't hold its, its outside fry, the flour that I had on it. Um, yeah, it, there's a lot of problems with takeout. I agree. I, you know, um, one that, one that I found that I really liked <clears throat> is, uh, barbecue. I thought barbecue was a really good takeout thing because a, there's a lot of meat and it's been slow cooked for a very long time. That barbecue is not going to die from the place, uh, you got it to your house. Um, and so like, you know, beans, mashed potatoes, you know, some mm-hmm. brisket, maybe some ribs, I'm kind of weird. I like my ribs a little bit. Uh, not, I don't like them smoking hot. You know what I mean? I like them to right, be... Right, because you're, yeah, you're holding it a yeah, lot. Yeah, 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 it's a finger food. Yeah. Um, here's one that I did. I had wings delivered. Oh, you Like did. barbecue wings. I didn't like that at all. No. No, that no. can't happen. It, it lost... Oh, dude. It, all wrong. All wrong. I, I had that happen... Um, what was I? I was in Salt Lake City for a competition and like I was cutting weight and then I made it. I made I weighed in and then I got wings delivered and it like it was the worst thing that I'd put in my mouth. And I, I like I thought I was going to puke. It was horrible. Um, now, there's another really, really, really bad takeout and that's pasta. Pasta is. Oh, yeah. Any Italian restaurant should not be doing takeout like. I think, yeah, I know. I think but, restaurants should limit it and say, no, this is not good. I'm not going to give you this because it is not going to represent what we do. Yeah, we get that, right? But yeah, they had to. I know. I know. They had to, they had to pivot. Our favorite word. They had to yeah, pivot. They had to pivot. And some didn't. It didn't work out. And some places it did. But yeah, there was pasta pick up like a food trade from pizzicato and a, and the pasta joint uh pastini mm-hmm. and i i'm sure pastini is fine but when you wait 25 30 minutes it's not fine it doesn't work point. yeah no it doesn't and the packaging doesn't work nope the waste isn't any good for anything either yeah and that's another problem is the waste and the cost that it has on the restaurant to have these takeout things um I mean, Fuzz got it right. Like they'll just charge you like for takeout. It's like that's an extra dollar fifty. I think it's acceptable, yeah. honestly. And yeah. and I'm probably saying that from a very biased standpoint because I see on a daily basis what a disposable um, container costs and how it's rising and the amount of volume that people use to uh, get food out the door. Like there, there's. I mean, to get a pizza out the door, there's one, two. There's three things that are disposable that we need to get that pizza out the door. And I mean, we're, we're, we should just need a box. Right. Um, but these yeah, things but, are making it. So it's acceptable when it gets home and I yeah, get that. Yeah. But sometimes there's, it could be five, keeping things. the grease yeah, localized. And if you, if you, yeah, we need those stands in there. If you're putting stuff on top of it, Correct. Yeah, it's, there's then, a lot of waste. Uh, yeah. It's, I don't know, dude, you know, it, it, um, I think it's acceptable to charge for takeout. And I think that we would probably see 
uh, a little bit of quality come out of that because restaurants wouldn't feel that pressure. And I, and I am speaking mainly of in our area. I don't know how it is in other areas, but um, I think for our area, I think it's acceptable. I'd pay it. Well, today where we had lunch, it was, I mean, it was <laughs> like takeouts over and they're like, that's like, everything's back to normal. Yeah. Like, like there's, I've been seeing it less, like we're in Portland. We see there's been less mask wearing. I was, I kept my mask on for much longer than most. Um, but you've, you're seeing it to change. And we ate at a place that was really busy for dining. Mm-hmm. Every table is packed. Mm-hmm. You have to wait to get your seat. Um, so, I mean, those are, and in a way that food is better to eat. The, what we had was better to eat at Shake Shack there than yeah. getting it in a bag, driving it 20 minutes to the office, opening up, dealing with really cold fries. <laughs> Could you imagine? You know, like, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but they know, have to do that and people want that. People do want that. And that's why they have that pickup counter and they have that mm-hmm. online ordering system. And they have the, the three kiosks there standing there when you walk in because they want you to get your food as fast as possible. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and I, I think that's, that's a great thing. Those kiosks, I love that concept. I love to the, the, um, the ability to make the choice of whether or not I can sit at my table, order online. I can go to the kiosk right when I walk in, or I can speak to a person. Personally, I'm with you on it where I like to actually speak to a person. Um, but if I got my kids with me, you know, if I got my kids and we're in a hurry or we need to do something, you know, I'm going to hit that kiosk or I'm going to order on my way there and then, you know, pick it up or, or eat there. Um, that, that used to be a big thing, uh, in the pizza world is where people would call on the way there, order their pizza, get it in a box and then sit down and eat it. Yeah. I, I've, I've actually had to kick people out of the restaurant because I'm like, you can't do that. I have people waiting for this table. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, the thing. That was, that was, that's 2017 right yeah. there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, it, and we don't see that anymore. Now it's just like, great. But now it's even, in a way, if you look at it, it's even more of an expense to us to have somebody do that. Because we're giving them a box so they can take it home. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and, and uh, you know, I'm, you know it's, it's just... It's the thoughts that run through my head when I see that. It's it's interesting. I get it though. Yeah, and I've like in the takeout world, what I don't participate in, and I just I think it's like financially, like I just can't justify it as third party delivery. I understand the necessity for it. There's people who might need it at times. Um, yeah. yeah, and I, it, it is definitely an accept like businesses run, but we know from our experience what they want to take from the restaurant for offering the service. And I think they put a lot of, you know, I was thinking about that in the snow. There's a, a, a really nice Thai restaurant right next to um, the Mount Tabor Pizzicato location. And yeah, like the snow, you could tell from them. I talked to them a bit. The snow hurt them a lot, yeah. big time. Yeah. And yeah. they're because third party wasn't even like driving. And, but that was like, they needed the third party business the next day to, to be afloat. So interesting. Um, everyone's different, but for me personally, as a consumer, I, I don't like it. I don't like the time that it takes. I don't like the extra charge that it takes. It, it's really like, I just don't order. It's interesting because when, um, when we were in the, the thick of COVID and everything was like kind of, and not everything was like shut down, but when things were shut down, um, I was definitely using it. 
And I was using it until the point in which I wasn't, which is when everything started opening up. And I was like, there's no sense of me paying this, these five different surcharges to get food anymore. Cause I can go out and get it myself. And I, the, you know, people will allow me to come in. Um, I, it's interesting cause I've also often thought about this, like what it takes to get into your car and drive to pick something up versus what it takes to get a third party to deliver to you. I, I I'm going to say that the getting it yourself and driving is going to be a little bit less expensive, but I think in some cases it, there could be an argument there. Um, also, there there's the element of maybe like the single parent where mm-hmm. they can't mm-hmm. leave, you know, mm-hmm. and then they have to pay an extraordinary amount just to get food in because maybe they didn't go grocery. So I don't, you know, who knows what it is, but yeah, I think, I think it's, it's a benefit to some people, but I am full agreement with you that I think they're they, the charges are ridiculous. Like, yeah. And they take some of your bottom line too. And they do that because they're large, a large company and they can, they make it diff- They can make it difficult on you. I know that, like I, I have a friend who runs a, like works for this Idaho restaurant, and they they had to do it during COVID, mm-hmm. but it was hurting their business yeah. daily. Oh yeah, with the the cut that they had to give this company, and when that finally like, co- Idaho was different. They opened it up, and they were just like said goodbye to this thing. Like we we don't want to do this. Like just we lose too much money. Yeah, no, and I, I, I know. I see. I see what it is. It's like you might as well sell your your food at cost, and then yeah. So you're not making anything yeah. at that point. Yeah. Um, and so then you become then it becomes a volume game. And if you don't have the volume, you're done. <laughs> you're you're mm-hmm. right. It's going to ruin your business. Um, man, I just oh yeah. So I had there was a. <laughs> I I remember when I actually stopped. I, again, I was in Salt Lake City, and this was the same trip. Um, I was late at night, and the, the I was just I was waiting. I had to get up like at I don't know some weird amount of time, like six o'clock, to go to my, get to my plane the next day. And I hadn't eaten, and I was hungry, and so I was like, I didn't have a car. I was just in a hotel, and I ordered Uber Eats. And they're like, okay, we'll meet you down at, at you know at the in the lobby, and. They, as they're pulling up, they send me a message. We're in the red car pulling up and I get my food and you know how they used to staple it shut? Well, it was on, it was yeah. unstapled and there was like four things missing. And I'm like, they, they ate, nice. there was like three people in the car and I'm, they're like bumping like techno music. And I'm like looking at it and I look at them and I look at it and they just bail. And I'm like, they ate my food. <laughs> I'm done with wow. this. Dude. And it was like McDonald's wow. chicken nuggets, man. Like it wasn't that big of a deal. But like at the same point, I was like, I, I'm done with this third party stuff. And it, it took me back to when it first came out. Like that third party, one, one of the biggest gripes from the service industry was your food was being handled by a non-employee. And so the amount of care that that non-employee was taking to get that food to the customer um, was uncontrolled. And that was a very nervous feeling. And it still is, I think, I would imagine. And for us in our job, we, we couldn't re- do guest recoveries. Correct. Like, and the guests still would call us, and it's a really, it's a really strange situation. Um, but we don't have to deal with that anymore. So No, we don't. And, and I think that uh, 
you know, the, like I like I stated before, I think uh, those companies uh, serve a purpose for a certain type of person, and that's great. If if you benefit from it, awesome. We're not sitting here dogging on it. We're just saying that you know, um, sometimes it's nice to get out and and speak to people and and, and uh, get your food and not take it out. Try experiencing it in the restaurant if you can. It makes a world of yeah, difference. Yeah, I mean, definitely try. I, it, at this point, if you can do it, yeah, you want to go out to eat. It's it's solid. It's solid. Just dine in, hear the sounds again, get a hot, get it ready, enjoy in that moment. A lot of food is meant that way. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm all right. So you. tell me your um, what are your top three takeout options where you find the most success? Oh, okay. Uh, number one is always Thai food, and I have a I, uh, I have a place near me. It's called Red Curry. Um, and curry is probably one of my favorites, uh, to get, uh, takeout because it is a soup like consistency. Um, mm-hmm. everything is staying on in its own place inside the liquid and I get the rice on the side. Um, mm-hmm. that is that, that, that's one, two, it's a place called Lee's kitchen and it is Chinese food. It is American Chinese food. Um, but they are 100% and I've never seen it ever falter. They are 100% consistent on the quality. Um, they are quick. Uh, they're friendly. And they are known for their takeout. And it's like, it's, it's in Tualatin, which is a good 15, 20 minutes away from me. And I will drive there to get it. I did it on New Year's. Um, they even said there's a two-hour wait. I ordered my food two hours in advance. And I went there. And I still waited 20 minutes but I didn't care because we got an abundance of food. We had leftovers for the next day and it was good American Chinese food. Mm-hmm. It didn't, it, nothing broke, nothing went bad. Great. Um, my third and probably the most frequent that I actually get, it's called uh, Roxy's and Roxy's is a, like a Hawaiian grill. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's chicken that has been, you know, on the barbecue, um, it's chicken thigh. So it's fattier and they can actually like, uh, almost char it and it's still good. Um, it's Mac salad and it's rice and it's one of my favorite. It's like, yeah, Yeah. Mac salad rice. I always get two scoops of Mac, one scoop of rice and a big thing of, uh, uh, Colby chicken, which is like a, a garlic teriyaki chicken, a bunch of sriracha and like. Man, I, I could actually eat half of it if I wanted, close it up, throw it in the fridge, eat it, you know, a couple hours later, and it's still, mm-hmm. it's still good. I, I've never had bad quality there. So those are my top three. So there's symmetry of the, I guess the symmetry of these are rice is related. Yep. Um, they're food that, I mean, like I've had Hawaiian food in a takeout format. I think it works because they, they cook the they cook the meat That's what I and mean. it's blackened yeah. and you know, like it's all, it's going to be just fine. You have to work. Don't worry about being, you know, it, it's great. And macaroni salad's cold. It's fine. It works. Um, yeah, it's mayonnaise. <laughs> I like, I like curry and Thai food. Mm-hmm. I don't like, um, Thai noodles to go. Right. I like those at the moment. Thai noodles start to stick and get connected. And I don't, I like, you get it fresh at the place right out of the walk. Mm-hmm. It's much more enjoyable. Curry does make sense to me. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Chinese food, American Chinese has always been like takeout friendly and smart. 
Um, but it, it can get some things that I don't <laughs> like as much as others. Correct. You know, when it comes to American Chinese food, I think that we need all need to be sure and find that place that, that fits you. Um, because there are a lot of them and you know, some are better in quality oh, than lot. the other. Yeah. You know, but find that place. And, and if you live in this area, please try Lee's kitchen. I've sent many people there and they've all told me the same thing. This place is solid. And it is awesome. It's American Chinese. Remember that it's not yeah yeah that's authentic that's Chinese. True. So yeah yeah. What about yours? I What's like your top three. So I like, um, I guess pho in general is my okay. favorite thing to get takeout. Awesome. Um, you have like because what you can do is at home you could just heat your broth up. Yeah. And then you're you're just like at the restaurant. Yeah. And that's why I like it. So really any pho anywhere, I am 100% down. It is pliable and you can get whatever you want. It's quick. And you can just reheat it up at home that's and legit. it's really hot. That's legit. Um, yep. So that is a definite go for me. Uh, there is that uh, Japanese grill that Felix gets. Oh, dude. The, that place uh, with the yeah. romaine lettuce, the yeah. rice, and yeah. because also the meat. So you're talking about charred meat. Yep. It is fully, fully cooked and blackened, <laughs> you know, and uh, I love that. Every time I have that, I, I feel it travels well. And that always, always that goes in a car and comes, you know, like it's it's like a 20 minute thing. Yeah. And it, it seems to work out. It's always really good. well. It's always consistent and it's always good. Is yeah. it fantastic? Is it like mind blowing? No, but it's good. <laughs> so it's like, good. Yeah. And it, it hits the moment of like takeout. It's in this box. Things are separated. Yeah. There doesn't seem to be a quality issue on it. You have it in 20 minutes and things have held up. You can also call um, on your way there. And by the time you get there, it's generally ready. Yeah. So anyways, now that chicken is good. That is. Yeah, I, I love it. I do, um, I do chicken and beef, and it works out really yeah. well. Anyways, go ahead. And then, like I said in the beginning, and this is another just general, like I just think sushi to go is legit. I'll get it anywhere, any variety. It holds up well. It transports well. Uh, I think sushi is awesome. The one near me that I like to go is it's uh, Sushi Moto, and mm-hmm. it's fine. It's great. It's quick. It's easy. It's cheap. You get all kinds of anything you want there. Um I would, I like, I've even done like nigiri. I think we did that on, on uh, one of my pizza kind of birthday things. We had yeah, a bunch of yeah, nigiri. Yeah, I remember that. that. Yep. yep. Went really well too. Let me, so when um, I, when I think sushi, um, mm-hmm. uh, the first thing that comes to mind is experience, like the experience of being in a sushi restaurant. And so I've mm-hmm. never really actually thought about like, Hey, I should get this to for takeout. Um, but like going to a sushi restaurant is, is such a fun experience for me because I get to, I get to, you know, and, and I know I can do this at home, but I get to use chopsticks. I get, uh, you know, the cool, mm-hmm. pour, the cool pouring like uh, soy sauce and, and it comes out and you can s- usually Green see tea. the, yeah, you get the tea and then you can see the, the sous chef or the chef back there, like actually cutting up. He's probably not making yours, but he could be uh, made yours at one point. And so it has this fresh element. Um, I, I, I love the experience. I like the trains. Even though people will sit there and say all day, no, nope, the trains, they're horrible. I love the little train sushis. Like, cause I love, love being able to food. walk in, yeah. grab a plate, eat it, experience it. And like, okay, I'm getting an orange plate next time, you know? Um, yeah. 
So that experience. Yeah, I mean, eating sushi in house is is awesome, especially like a real nice place. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, we went to this place in Vancouver, and they like they're like real style too. Like they put they they put everything on this like boat that oh, they put awesome. in the center of your table, and it like sits like two feet up in the air, and everything's like organized properly. And yeah, That's that cool. is way better than takeout. <laughs> It is, but I'm gonna try. I'm gonna actually try sushi for takeout now because I wanna I wanna give it a shot. Um, what's your What's your thought on grocery store grocery store sushi? Sorry. <laughs> oh, like I don't Myers. like the price of it. <laughs> I, I hate the price. Yeah, I don't like the price. I don't like it at all. I do like uh, H Mart though. Okay. Um, they they do their. I'm totally fine because their sushi is four bucks. Oh, you damn. know, or five bucks. Really? You know, like actually, I just did it. Two weeks ago, I went to H Mart. I got right. their yeah. They called it vegetarian, but it had a fish cake in it. So I was like, <laughs> "That's vegetarian to them, maybe." I don't know. <laughs> but I was like, "I'm going to get this." And uh, with with kimchi, I got that and uh, kimchi eight dollars. <coughs> Excuse me, it was awesome. Yeah, um, awesome. All except for the kimchi, I'm down with that. Uh, <laughs> No, I'm joking. I did. You were like, what are you doing? I just was in there just eating kimchi. For the record, everybody, I did try kimchi and I, and I did solidify that I don't like it. Um, but I did see Sean doing something that I want to try next time I try it, which is you were using it as an accompaniment to something else. You were putting it on your sushi and then eating it. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. might be able to get down with that. But eating it just straight out of the container after I saw you doing and then actually drinking the juice. I'm I'm a solid no there. I think I did get the bubble guts that day. I will say, but that could have been the chocolate milk. (laughs) That could have been the combination of kimchi and chocolate chocolate milk. Okay. I could do kimchi. I want to. I've been. I want to go to like a kimchi tasting where there's just a hundred kimchi varieties. I would. I would do. I would get down with that. Absolutely, I'd get down with that. Yeah. Even though it's like not not something I go to for me, I'm like if you give me varieties and different um, authentic ways of making it, and just like you put that in front of me, I'm gonna try it. No matter what, that's gonna be an experience. And that's what I'm looking for. But right on, cool man. Um, I think that's it. That's a, that was a great show. I that's think we 15, did it. We th- talked about takeout. Dude, we hit Did we everything. solve your problems at takeout? No, but Eat we, out. But hey, no. <laughs> no. I'll, I think my, mainly what I wanted to say is like, let's, let's get out there and let's eat out. Let's have those experiences again because um, it's good conversation. It's, it's good living and it's good memories all around. Yeah. Dining out is, is great. Yeah. And like you said, like, we're going to do it for our show too one day, but it's like, it's about conversation. It's about environment. It's about the food quality being generally better, yeah. you know, because yeah. it's right there in front of you. Um, I like lunch dining out too. Cause you have like a time crunch. Yep. I feel good about that. Yeah. That's like talking about like the kid thing, like knowing that you're, you have these things that you have to do this and this. And it's just like, that makes me feel like I can do this from 11 to 12. We got that time. Let's make it happen. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. You know, we're doing takeout for dinner tonight. So, in fact, I have curry coming my way. So, um, that's, and that's also what kind of sparked this conversation. Oh, wow. Yeah. I had, uh, my mom made Fleiss Flenchen, uh, shot out, which is something that it, it means meat patty, I guess. Wow. And it's sort of like a 
amped up. It's like ground beef, ground pork, and spices and seasonings. And Interesting. Eat with mashed potatoes. It's some German meal that she would make it when I was younger. And I guess the story was is she brought it out one time, and I was like, you expect me to eat that meat? Something like that. <laughs> is, is it like like a, a mince meat or like a mutton type thing, situation? No, okay. no. It's just like ground meat. It looks like a hamburger patty, oh, honestly. Okay. Cool. It's like a flattened meatball. Interesting. Put some Dijon on it with some mashed potatoes. I love it. It's oh. delicious. What's it called again? I'm going to write this down. Fleiss Flenchen. Flenchen. I spelled that. And right I right. hope Germans aren't listening to this podcast. <laughs> that nice of that don't you, I think you have some, uh, some family members that listen, don't you? I do. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, shout out to uh, Sean's mom for sharing. Um, I don't actually know yeah. your mom's name, so I'm just going to use Sean. Elga. Mom. Elga. Shout out to Elga for Elga. sharing this. Um, Elga. Oh, I'm th- I thought you said Elga. Oh, my gosh. Elga. <laughs> way, way to ruin an experience. I just ruined it. Helga, I'm so sorry. Thank you very much for listening and shouting us out. Um, because of you, people in Germany are actually listening, hopefully. <laughs> but, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, we shared it to everybody. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> no, it was great. And I, I love hearing stuff like that. And I, I appreciate any any listens or anything anything we got. So I think that's it. I'm going to go have some curry. Sean, thank you. Great show. Yeah. and uh, Have a great night, everybody. Yeah. We'll Next week, we're going to do this restaurant thing. We, we will, are, we promise. We, we are. Will. It's coming. It has to come this month. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you later. Adios. Yep, bye. But the stains in the game What's your name? Consequence, I'm tight, burn like flames that? American dream, they got this ghetto kid in the fiend Don't stress that, cause it's not in your bloodstream Your whole being comes from greatness, who remember? Chase Long got you caught in the storms of December And brothers on the block, back in nines like September Jay-Z situation, yeah, his pockets all slender Yo, I be on the avenue, where they be acting brand new I'm flooding on these Reebok joints, for sure they boo All of a sudden, I saw these two kids fronting Talking out they joints, but they wasn't saying nothing My hand was on my coolie, they was acting unruly Word. Yo, word up, yo, I was tight, caught up But I swallow my pride to let that nonsense ride Because the positive, it seems that negative die yeah, we was at the dice game, making these cats look silly Slamming, steady running off at the willy I had my cash, fix my rent, loop, hit my play though I gotta see so loose to all my girls I blow Took them shits in my palm, let them hit the flow Kept my eyeballs scoping for them pigs, popo I got to go on the app, see my parole by four But I gotta steady freak these boys like JoJo And I was doing it till I met I Spike the mic, one roll, they have my pocket soaked the other that's bright. Yo, I know the feeling, when you feeling like you're feeling, you be having good thoughts, but the evils be revealing, and the stresses of life can take you off the right path. Yeah. Jealousy and envy tends to infiltrate your staff. We gotta hold it there so we can move on past all adversities so we can get through fast. I really Hey yo, they got me stressed out. And you don't know what to do. So bring this code out.